Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and King Door Company. Welcome to Bakersfield Observed with Richard Bean, a podcast for and about Bakersfield and Kern County. Richard's guests are newsmakers, influencers, and personalities who address topics of interest to you and your neighbors and your community. The discussion is fast, informative, and always civil. Now, here's your host, Richard Bean. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the new Bakersfield Observe podcast. It's recorded right here at American General Media Offices off California Avenue and Highway 99. I want to remind you this podcast airs weekly, and it complements the work of the Bakersfield Observed blog. You can access this podcast via Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get it on the kernradio.com app. The idea behind this little thing we're doing here is simple. We want to provide a forum for the Bakersfield community to gather to discuss the issues that confront us all. And today we welcome back an old friend of the show, Coach Rod Barnes of the CSUB men's basketball team playing in the Big West Conference, getting ready to open play here. Coach, welcome back. It has been a long time. Uh, I, you are not in studio. We're still shut down here. I'm looking forward to seeing you back, but let's catch up. How are you, Coach? I am doing great, and man, I am so excited to be back on with you. And as you mentioned, I would, you know, look forward to the opportunity to get face to face. I miss you guys so much, but uh, we're, we're at the beginning of another season, so I'm super excited. And hopefully, as we move forward, we can keep everyone a breast of what's kind of going with on with our men's basketball team oh man i tell you i'm very excited about this year coach i've got my season's tickets the students are going to be back i'm going to be back let's go before we go uh go down that road let, let's look back a little bit here it's been quite a couple years here and i was kind of curious from your perspective of head of a d1 program here what has that meant for the team and you guys and your ability to practice and connect with the kids uh, and, and their eligibility and looking forward to this year? How, how are things there? Well, I mean, things are, things are going well. I mean, I, as you said, you know, we've, we've been on this journey now. And, and again, I thank God and, and thank our administration and the people here at Bakersfield for embracing me and my family. Uh, we've been here for 10 years now and, uh, this is home to us, and, 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 you know, we've put a lot of lot of emphasis and work over the 10 years that we've been here uh, with the goal of being one day to get into Big West. And uh, last year we had that opportunity to, to, to start our inaugural season there in the Big West and had a winning season, and, and I thought our guys did a really good job, but we were missing our fans, you know, uh, just thought it would have been a huge celebration, uh, you know, the accomplishment for all of us. There's so many people have given so much for us to go from Division Two to Division One, and not only from now being from Division One, but moving from the uh, WAC uh, over to the Big West Conference, and, and we're excited about it. Our kids are here, and we're we're moving forward. We started practice last week, okay. Uh, so that was our first week of practice, and. Uh, we had a really good week of practice, and 
we've got a very interesting team. You know, we have some guys that are coming back that got an extra year. Uh, we have some new guys at the end that I'm really excited about. And then we've got some kids that last year that didn't get a chance to play as much. But, uh, you know, because of the COVID and because of the restrictions, I didn't just think we got a chance to work with them as much as we would like. So really pumped up about this season and, and, and pumped up about it. just can't wait. I was at the soccer game last night. We had an unbelievable crowd. Mm, I think the crowd really helped our team. Uh, you know, get a win over uh, Fullerton and being the first, uh, you know, uh, soccer win here. And congratulations to uh, Coach Grant and his team. So you probably can tell in my voice I am just super excited about uh, what's going on and, and, and can't wait till the season start. Coach, this is uh, – remind some folks who may be listening to this who aren't familiar with the move from the Western Athletic Conference, the WAC, to the Big West. The Big West has been the dream of CSUB for so many years. Explain to the folks why this is important, why these California, playing these California schools and natural rivals are so important. Well, they are. I mean, they're super important. You just talked about, you know, just the WAC, uh, the Western Athletic Conference. You know, we had Seattle – uh, you know, uh, Chicago State was in it, uh, Texas School, Rio Grande Valley to to Grand Canyon. There was not a place that we could travel within a conference, within the, our conference, that our fans could travel for without getting on a plane. So the, the, the rivalry sense of it, you know, you're trying to figure out who is the team. And obviously we took that upon with New Mexico State because they were kind of the Goliath in the league and, you know, we were, we were there to hopefully take over, you know. So there was some really competitiveness. But uh, when you start talking about moving to the Big West and, you know, we're just a, a couple of hours away from Northridge and we can get over to Santa Barbara really easy. We can get out on the Riverside. And some of those old rivalries, now we get a chance to mm-hmm. to play them and not at the Division Two level but at the Division One level. And I was just mentioning it to one of our administrators. I mean, you think about, I wasn't here. I just saw some pictures of years ago when the rivalry was there and, and the team here was good and it was packed. Mm-hmm. But we get a chance to do that now. But we also get a chance to do that with the possibility of three times last year we were on the ESPN. Uh, this year we're, every one of our conference games will be on ESPN+. Plus. But we get a chance to even give more exposure to our program, to the university, but also to the city of Bakersfield and the, and the county of Kern because now we get that opportunity to be Division One, to get the kind of exposure that obviously we all feel like we deserve and we want, and we get a chance to do it on a huge stage. So just moving from, you know, the whack and being all over the place and not having – you know, those rivalries or not even knowing, people not knowing more about the school. Everyone here knows about Irvine or Santa Barbara or CSUN or whoever it may be. And then when we compete, not only can people come to our home games, they can travel away uh, to games. And to me, that just changed the whole competitive edge of what, you know, a conference being in this conference uh, does for us and for our program. So uh, very good competition. Teams have a lot of tradition at the Division One level, and we get a chance to get in and hopefully uh, build our program at the Division One level and, and against these rivalries that every time we hit the court, 
uh, there's people there, room for us, and when people come here, it's a packed house. Uh, isn't how great is that, Coach? And plus, plus you've got what's unsaid here when you get when you get in a conference like the Big West is a lot of the students, the CSUB students, may have applied to some other Big West schools, sure. or sure. your players may have been recruited by other Big West right. schools. So yeah. you have all those natural kind of here's my team. I'm going to show up tonight. How important is it, Coach, to get to get seats in the stands? Oh, it's, it's it's super important. I mean, we we have so much at stake right now. I mean, the, we've had it at stake all along, but now it's it, because of the level of the Big West is known on a national level. Uh, obviously, it's a footprint is here in California and on the West Coast. But for us to have the opportunity uh, to feel the stand, it's going to even give us more opportunities to be on national TV which the Big West Conference mm-hmm. has a contract with it. And we want that. That only helps you. That only helps your profile. It helps your recruiting. It helps not only just recruiting basketball, but other sports, uh, students, uh, professors. When people know, as you just said, when you can talk about your school and, and you can see them on national TV and everybody looking going, wow, I mean, that's Bakersfield. Yeah. It's a draw there, and and we've always talked about it. We have been kind of the, the front porch of the university. I think we have a great opportunity now to do something that the university, uh, that this city uh, has never seen, and, and that's why I'm excited. I mean, when I came here, uh, again, a lot of people were involved and have helped we we talked about going to the NCAA tournament and what it would do for us. Mm-hmm. When I first got here, they was talking about if we could get in the best Big West and what it would do for us. Now we have that opportunity, and it's our turn. It's an opportunity for mm-hmm. us. And you know, Rich, as as we live life, there's opportunities that come and go. And when you can find that opportunity and take advantage of it, it's, it's, it's special. I mean, last year we had – we were on one of the uh, uh, prime times uh, with the ESPN for his night basketball, and there was no one here. Hmm. And I kept telling our coaches and administration and players, man, what if we knew that and our fans were here? And yeah. then what kind of message would that send all across this nation? So, I mean, I just think it's it's there for us. It's an opportunity for us. I think we've got to make the most of it and, and it's our turn. Coach, are there going to be any COVID restrictions in the stands? Will we, will the, the uh, fans be asked to wear masks or, or to show proof right. of vaccination? Well, right now, I'm for sure that they're, they're going to have to wear a mask as far as the way things stand right now. And, and please, I pray that we all stay safe. <laughs> I mean, because we don't need this to get any worse that they could start. You know, we don't have restrictions. It's not 25% or 50% at this time. They're allowing, if we can pack the house, they're going to allow us to pack it. But That's right awesome. now, there will be restrictions of wearing masks, you know, there. Uh, we're not to the point yet that you got to show vaccination or a 72-hour proud test, negative test. Not yet with men's basketball and and I think the same with all the sports so hopefully we can you know continue to get rid of this virus and, and hopefully uh, there are any restrictions and hopefully everyone will be able to come and if we have to wear a mask please uh, I know some people are not mask fans 
we need you as our fans right now. It's important. Again, I, I would I really don't want to go another year uh, having been in this league and having mm-hmm. the opportunities that I think we're going to have. And people don't see the Ocardo Center the way we know it can be. Right, exactly. Right. Coach, what is the last year uh, to a couple years done to the program? I mean, it's certainly been different. I'm not implying it's been harm, but is it harder to recruit? Is it harder to – do you run into recruits whose maybe parents don't want their children to travel or – or against the vaccine, lots of lots of things like that. Have you run any problems like that? It's been really difficult. I mean, it's, it, it, it played a, a whole different. I mean, the first thing, you know, as much as you can uh, with recruiting, you want to take away any excuses or any doubt or any fear. And, you know, obviously uh, just being on the West Coast, especially here in California, our restrictions were totally different from, you know, the teams in the South and, Midwest, and so that made it difficult. Where yeah. we, we have a a national kind of international roster that we've had since I've been here. So you you had parents like I, I, you know, I mean we don't want to we don't want him traveling. We don't want him you know doing this. So you know then they're in a place that you know we have the issues of masks and vaccination. So there was a lot of things that we had to work through and. Even after we got, you know, our guys here and got them signed in the spring, you know, then we came out with the, uh, you know, you got to be vaccinated yeah. to, to to be on campus. So that was a whole another thing that we had to deal with, and, and and which come out positive. And you know, we haven't, we don't take a negative or, or you know make excuses or anything. You know, we try to move forward and, and deal what we have to deal with. And again, I'm really excited about. Our new players, I think our fans would be excited about the guys that we've brought in. But, uh, you know, it, it has been a challenge, and it continues to be a challenge in, in some ways. How have the kids held up? And I want to get into the lineup here in a second. I'm not ignoring yeah. that, but but, but sure. I'm, I, I want to, first things first. How are the players reacting for this? A lot of them, you know, it's, it, you and I have talked about for a long time, uh, for a lot of these kids, it's their first time leaving home and and uh, leaving their parents, or you know, a couple thousand miles away, or whatever. And then this pandemic and restrictions and all this. How's it? Have you lost anybody because of this? Well, we have not. We have not lost anyone. It, it, it is hard. I mean, it, it it was hard. It was harder last year. Uh, it's still, you know, again. You know, it's it's tough, but it, it's been – last year was unbelievable because not only – got to think about this. We have the pandemic, and kids who would maybe normally go home, they can't go home now Ooh. at all yeah. because if they go home, then because for them to come back, you know, we had a 14-day quarantine period when we were already kind of quarantined. Mm-hmm. I mean, so – you got to think about we built our own bubble, as we call it, that once there was people that we were around most of the time, that's who we tried to stay around. Well, you got kids that are concerned about their parents and their right. grandparents back home. We got kids that even live here in California that didn't get a chance to go home because just the restrictions we had, whether that was things that were happening on campus, those restrictions or the county 
or, you know, just the state. So you were dealing with that all the time with many of us with the fear all the time, which this is was everyone, of whether someone within our family, uh, and a lot of times, obviously, we have, a you know, the age for our team, you know, obviously, they want the vulnerable part uh, at that age group. They weren't one of the vulnerable uh, age groups it was, so they were concerned about parents and oh, what's going on with my grandparents and, you know, and, and also, in the meantime, just within us. I mean, we were, thank God, we, you know, we, we, we were blessed to have our full season. Uh, you know, we had a couple of games we missed that we canceled, but we added other games. But we stayed strong throughout conference play and were able to get to the to, to the conference tournament there without any, you know, breaks in our schedule. You know, so, but that every day, you know, we were testing sometimes four or five times a week. Oh, so you never boy. knew right. when, as soon as someone got a sniffle, someone cough. <laughs> I mean, you you think if someone has a slight fever. And, you know, we do that anyway because we're training all the time. Right. Well, I mean, I thought our administration, I thought our uh, training and our wellness team, our people that help with mental health, uh, is something that we dealt with every day, and we're still dealing with that. I, I don't know. Uh, this pandemic has done something uh, to the mentality of, of some of our uh, athletes, and uh, and that's all across the country, and we're still trying to mentally get them back to where they were. That's interesting. I mean, it, it, it sounds like, and and again, we we have we've covered this before, but so much of being a coach, you and your wife Bridget, is that you become the a friend, a confidant, a counselor. You know, you you are all of those things, and I I imagine during this period when you get all of this uncertainty and things that they never bargain, none of us bargain for any of this. You talked about the team being kind of a tight circle. Did you and your wife have to do things over the last year and a half, whether it's you know, uh, uh, team team dinners or whatever things that that that, that you didn't have to do before? Yeah, it was totally different. I mean, just even from, you know, just, I mean, my mother lives with us. You know, she's 75 years old, so I'm out every day uh, with our team, and and then I got to go back home, you know, and then I'm getting tested all the time, and she's not getting tested. So just the protocols of not really having a con- – I mean, we went for months uh, with wearing masks in the house. Yeah. Because I was out, you know. Wow. And, yeah. and so when I get home, my mother, who's, again, she's 75 years old, and the uncertainty of, you know, and and what was true and not true, you know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, I kept telling the players, like, I need for you to stay safe, not only for you, but I want to coach you, but then I have to go home, and I don't want to fall, feel like I am the one that would pass this virus on to my mother. Yeah, you know, oh. so it was a lot as far as things, as far as getting together. You know, I mean, we had an outside uh, Thanksgiving, which <laughs> was not you know normal, right? And the thing was, is, is it was, uh, you know, then you have where you you kind of fixed your plate without them going and getting what they, you oh, know, it's boy. Just yeah, so many things that we were had put in place uh, that we didn't. 
And then we didn't, it was one of them. Maybe we didn't do it for Thanksgiving and we did it for Christmas. It was one or the other. But then you, you've got to understand, we, we didn't get an opportunity to, like, sit around and talk and, and watch football games or sit down. It was a, you come and get your meal, we speak and say hello, and then you leave. <laughs> there was no sitting around, let's talk. and You know how you do for sure. holidays. It, it wasn't there. So, you know. It was it was it was something that we had to make the adjustment. I thought it brought us closer together. Uh, I thought us uh, one thing that I thought, and and I wish we as a country would have taken this approach. And I'm not making us any different than anybody else. I'm just saying we came to, together for the better of the whole. And and a lot of discussions and things that we had, we were not agreeing on. Hmm. You know, I mean, it wasn't just. A, Clear cut, this is happening because you got to understand we have guys from all over the place. So, so we have so we started off with coaches and people that was from, you know, New York, which was hit strongly. Yeah. You know, to places in the South that we got guys from that they wasn't even really dealing with it that much in the beginning. To, you know, the West Coast here, and you know what we went through here. So, and we're trying to manage and talk all of us to stay on the same page and and that's what makes athletics uh that's that's what makes it so great uh that you you end up with one common goal and sometimes there's discussions there's disagreements but you try to find a middle ground for the best for everyone and and that was a little bit more sticky this past year oh, than I bet. Been the past. I bet. I'm sure did did you have did you have players or or staff that 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 just weren't that believed that the virus was a hoax and didn't believe in vaccines? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went through all of that. Okay. I mean, we we went through, you know, I mean, now most of them would follow protocols. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, they would mask or they would try to social distance some, but for the conversation of where this came from, why is it here, is it true, is it, I mean, you got to understand, our guys are social media, and you know all of the truths and the false and the lies and the truth that are on social media, and some of the things just to hear, you know, to to hear them say something, you would leave the conversation like, hey, I got to get back with you. I got to call someone. I (laughs) mean, it was was all kind of – because there was some uncertainty. But then some of the things that there was convictions on both sides that if you don't answer it right, if you don't be sympathetic, and that's what I mean about, you know, just the country in general, to respect each other, to be sympathetic and have empathy for each other. You know, whether the virus came here, true, not vaccination, we still can – care for each other and respect each other regardless what side of the fence we stand on absolutely coach let's get into the players here what tell me about the lineup this year how many how many freshmen are you going to have playing before i get into that can yes. you touch on the eligibility thing? Do, do, yes. Is, is, is basketball, do you want basketball like football, that because of the COVID that these kids are going to get an extra year? Yes, okay. that's, that's true. We, we do have guys uh, that, that have an extra year that will be back playing, that have played four years and have graduated. We have three guys, and we're excited about them being back. One is Justin McCall, and he's oh. here from, obviously, from Bakersfield and, 
glad to have him back as far as our wings are one of our guards. Justin Davis, who has been here, he's getting his extra year back. He decided to come back with us, and he plays our guard, I mean, our wing position and forward position. And then Sean Stiff is another guy that was, you know, is back, and he plays uh, center and forward for us. So we got those three guys back that uh, would have graduated and gone on, but because of the COVID eligibility rule that they could get that year back. And the other guys got extra year, but those guys would have exhausted their eligibility. You know, uh, we have Sean Williams, who's who's back. Uh, he's, you know, he's a, uh, a guy that played guard for us last year, but he he's, he didn't need the extra year. He wasn't one of the ones that, I mean, obviously getting the extra year, but his eligibility wasn't up. Uh, Ray mm-hmm. Summerfield was another guy, a young guy for us, a big guy. The great thing about him, he's he's been here for two years, but He's still considered a freshman this year because he redshirted the first ah, year. Ah, okay. Second year was the COVID year. Yeah. And now he's he's a freshman, so um, we we excited about him and and some other guys that we have that are returning and I, I think that have improved and excited about uh, about you know just the makeup of our team. Talk to me about the makeup of this team, Coach. We've had I've had you on years when. You, I mean, you, you, you've always been a great defensive coach. Uh, you've had taller teams in other years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have very quick teams. Tell me about this team. What do you expect? We got a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I think we'll be more perimeter oriented, and what I mean by that is for is the productions of points. Uh, I would think uh, just because of, you know we have a lot of experience uh, on our perimeter. Uh, Justin Javis, Justin McCall, uh, Sean Williams are all guys that have been here that can score the basketball. Uh, we feel like we've had a couple of – Cam Smith, who we call Bino, we think he's really, really improved. And then when you start talking about our new guys, uh, we got two guards, uh, Caleb Higgins, who's from Arkansas, Pine, from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And then uh, we have a kid I, I, I keep – I'm still trying to work over his name. His name is Dolph Pelopino. I think mm. that's the way you pronounce it. He's really he's uh, originally uh, from Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recruited him out of Texas as an international student. Uh, you know, so those both of those guys are guard. And then we, we have a, a young man, two young men uh, that I think uh, David Walker, who has a chance to really be a special uh, player offensively. Uh, one of our better defensive players who I think uh, as a young player may be as far along as any freshman, uh, you know, that, that we've probably had uh, just just since I've been here. Not that he's offensively. I'm just talking about the complete player. And I thought Jarkel Joyner a few years ago uh, was a really, really, you know, talented, very good player. But I, I think – uh, you know, we have a kid that I think has a chance to to really uh, do something special, uh, and his name is Ivan. Just really a six four guard from Florida, uh, just really tough kid, well built kid. I think people are gonna really like him. Hmm. Uh, and Tavian uh, McCollum, that's who a lot of people will talk about. He's about six eight uh, forward, kind of wing player who came transfer from the University of Mississippi and. Uh, you know, we've been knowing him for a long time. Uh, 
you know, he's he's really impressive. Uh, still, because of just COVID and different things, is trying to find his way. Uh, but but really, really talented guy. So we've got a number of guys that I think, and I think we can play a lot of different ways. I think we can be really athletic and fast. We can really be big and tall, um, you know, and half size out on the floor. Uh, and that's what we've been working extremely hard, just trying to put it all together and find out what is actually the best way for us to play, you know, and, and we may have to play different ways. You know, the team that may hit the floor against UCLA in our very first game and who might be starting in the rotation could could be very different, uh, you know, as we move down the schedule and get into conference play. I think the good thing for us more than anything uh, we have a lot of pieces, and, and we have good experience and, and good leadership across the board. Coach, I was listening to uh, a national sports talk program the other day, and they were talking to a football coach, and I can't remember who he was. I believe he was from the SEC. But he was talking about the COVID-interrupted seasons and and the importance of players playing together. And, and, and he said, I don't consider – any of my players to have one year under their belt until they play 12 games. And his point, his point was there's no excuse for playing together and teamwork and, and, and for the coaches to understand the strengths and weakness. And it, and it takes a while for teams to gel and to kind of figure it out. Is that, is that more important this year because you have so many new players? It is. it is. It is extremely important, you know, and, and even uh, just our approach to what we've done in practice has been totally different. And and you mentioned that. You talked about us being a, you know, we've started on defense. That's what our brand is, that we're, we're going to play really tough defense. What we've probably worked on more, not probably, what we've worked on more this year uh even just through what we were doing in the summer is having a mixture of guys playing together so that the chemistry could be better. Mm-hmm. Because again, we, we have added a, a good group of guys that I think a lot of them are going to play, but then we have veterans that have been here that I know, you know, I've been through the wars with Justin McCall and I've been through the wars with Justin Davis and I know what they're going to bring to the table, but the other guys, have, they have not been with them. Right. So we've really tried to build around playing, them getting to know each other, chemistry. We've done that kind of talks and worked on that more than we actually have, just the X's and O's of what we do defensively or what we maybe even do offensively. Coach, did you, have you gotten, gotten a sense yet of the group dynamics You've spoken eloquently before about about how teams gel and how and a lot of it comes down to obviously talent and selfishness or unselfishness or yeah. or whatever. But do you, do you get a sense of this group of young men and how they're going to work together? I do. I, I like this group. You know, uh, there's stages always. You know, you you go from the preseason, the workouts, to the weights and the lifting and and the running and all the things that go into the pre I mean, the condition in the preseason. And I thought we were good. Uh, we got into the individual work 
and working with groups, and I thought we grew stronger. I thought we had the kind of chemistry, and we did some things just for team, team bonding also that I thought that it really helped our team and, and kind of brought us together. And and we got to continue to do that. Now we have the next challenge where we've been in practice, and it's been a week, so it's kind of tough. I think we've got good leadership. What's going to happen is once we start playing, you know, and and now we're one team on one bench, and now I'm not the focus as I was in the practice, but coaches are focusing more upon us as a team. And, you know, where I've been having the opportunity in practice, I scored 15 points, but now we're in a game and, and I'm not getting as many points and many rebounds. Like, we're going to have to pass that test. Uh, the good thing, again, I think we've got really good kids. We've got really good leadership. Uh, we have three good captains, mm-hmm. Jefferson McCall, Justin Davis, and Sean Stiff, who are really good captains. They know what we want. And the followership of our young guys and our new guys have been great. So, to me, we have the making. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to – you don't know until you hit adversity, right? Yeah. Where everyone is. But we have the making of a very uh, good team that is be very close in it. And I think our chemistry is really good. But that's that's a, a still a process that we, we're having to work through. Yeah, so interesting. Coach, you've got UCLA coming up on November 9th. That is your opener down in L.A. Uh, that's that's a test right off. The, is that good or bad to have a team like that as your first? Well, I don't know who, who, who scheduled that game first. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about that guy first, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, it's something I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to do it for several reasons. Uh, I wanted to put our new team right on the fire. You know, I wanted them to figure out real quickly. I also wanted to put us in an environment that uh, we had to come together. We cannot go to UCLA and be in the mindset of, of, of you know, that we can do this separately. Uh, one of the things that, and you talk about just all the things, goes into team building and then chemistry and all that kind of stuff. You know, we know it's a challenge. I mean, they had a Final Four team last year. They've got the majority of their team back. I mean, so they got some guys that would have moved on that didn't because of COVID situation. So it, for me, it's it's a workup. It's a buildup for our team to, to have this great game and this great opportunity in front of us so we could really, really lock in and focus, you know, on mm-hmm. uh, coming together. You know, if we play someone that didn't have a name or we played someone that, you know, that no one thought would be a challenge for us, we could not really focus for the next. We're about 34, 35 days away from this game. So we've, we've got to totally lock in and we've got to be together and we've got to have a sense of urgency. And it's something about athletes that when they're the underdogs, their focus and their level of um, a commitment is a little bit different, and I wanted to see that right away, and I wanted to see wanted them to see one of the best teams in the country right away. But I also wanted the exposure, and I wanted people yeah. to know we're not we're not afraid, we're not running from anybody, and and we want these type of games. And and, and look, can I add this, uh, Richard? Sure. This is the reason to me 
that we need to pack our arena all year because it, 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 it needs to come to a point that these kind of teams are willing to come to Bakersfield right. and play us. Right. And, but, but they're not going to come if we can't sell the place out. They're yeah. not going to come if it's not going to be on at least regional TV. Like, we'll be on regional TV against them, but it'll be there. Could we have that same draw if it was here? Right. right. Only way we got to do that, that's our next step to me and to us getting to the place that, that, that we're, we're a factor. People know us uh, not only just on the West Coast nationally, but if we don't sell out our arena, if we don't get where we got consistently, you know, about 85 to 90% being packed, like then it's easy to pass us over. Yeah, right. And, and we don't want to be passed over. Right. Do you have a model in 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 terms of our size of a university and and facilities we have, I think of course of 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 Gonzaga, you know, uh, right. a small school, similar facility that packs the house every time. It, it, do you have a vision of what where, where you'd like this program to be? Well, I, I like for us to be similar to Duke. Mm-hmm. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, people are saying I'm not. I'm saying it from this thing. They have a small university. Yeah, as far as enrollment. They have a small arena. Most people don't realize how small it mm-hmm. is, simply because it's packed all the time. Yeah, you know. So once everyone gets in there, no one's really figured whether it's five thousand, ten thousand, four thousand, whatever it is. It's packed. It's it's, it's electric in there. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a it's a level of intensity in there. I mean, it's it's uh, it's an intimidating place. And we're not 40,000 students. Mm-hmm. But then our arena isn't a 10,000-seat arena. Mm-hmm. But we have a big enough city that can compare to places where, well, you meant it, Gonzaga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That Bakersfield can. We have that many people in our community, in our city, in our county, that many other people are sharing people with. You know what I'm saying? And right. we don't have to share. Right. So so when you start talking about the arena and the size and the student body, then I think of Duke. When you start talking about being able to pack out place, I start comparing it to Gonzaga, uh, uh, Wichita State, mm. you know, a, a VCU, because mm-hmm. we have a draw here that we kind of stand along, in a sense, that all of our people can come, and it won't take us that much to pack out pack our place. God, that's so important. Do you, do, you, do you get any sense of, and this is my speculation, that coming out of, hopefully we're coming out of this pandemic, I just get a sense that people, there's a pent-up desire to, to participate, to get out, to be with friends, to go to a basketball game. To, you know, to, 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 is your hope that people are so so anxious to get out of this self-imposed exile we've been in that uh, we'll get crowds at the game? I do. I mean, that's that's one of the hopes, uh, you know, I, I do. Uh, and I believe that will happen. Uh, the second thing uh, to that part, uh, I, I I just think this opportunity, again, that we have, it's, it's not going to go away if we take advantage of it. You know, it's, it's, it's something that we can continue to build on if we do it right. There's there's no reason we shouldn't have more sellouts than anybody in our conference. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why that shouldn't happen. 
I mean, we we have the people, we have fans, uh, we have the the, the 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 universe, we have the seating. Like we're we're not an eight thousand seat arena, so that right. we've got to stretch it. You know, so we we should do that. We should be that. And again, I think coming out of the the the, the pandemic, I think people are going to look to find places where they can find excitement and enthusiasm. You know, and I hope that we're able to do our part in creating that. And then once they get here, there's nothing. No matter, you, there's nothing like coming to the Ocado Center and it being packed. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And it's, it's nothing like it. So we want to be that. And, I, and I, again, I think our, our administration, my feeling from people that I talk to, like Coach Man, I can't wait to get to the game. I think everybody's yeah. really want to get out first. Right, right. <laughs> I'm with you so, on that. I'm so with now you on that. that everybody want to get out, like you said, they want to see their friends. They, I mean, I was just talking to one of our fans last night. It was a big supporter of ours, and, and they have a daughter and I, I i said she was not even born the last time i saw her and now she's walking <laughs> oh god you know so it's it's been a while and again uh i think again I, the fire is is lighting it's been lit and like you said i hope this thing go away and i hope the fire is here and i hope we take advantage of it yeah, excellent. Okay, one more question. I'll let you go here, Coach, and I appreciate you coming sure. on. You guys heard it here. Let's all pack the Accardo Center uh, throughout this season because we can do it here. Coach, what are, who should be, we be looking out for in the Big West? Who 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 are the big dogs that, that you're looking at? Well, the first, I mean, Irvine, uh, they've had so much success over the last five years. And, and again, that's that's one of those programs that were okay, you know, Mm-hmm. Kind of middle of the pack, and they made a commitment. I mean, they—they've really—they hired a good coach. They—they they got good players. Uh, they have a nice arena. Uh, the people come out and support. They are the kind of people that I mean, team that everyone's chasing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Santa Barbara is, is has been good in the past. Uh, now they're the new kids on the block. They went to the NCAA tournament last year. Yeah. They have. Most of their team coming back this year, they will probably be one of those teams will, will be the team to beat. And, uh, and, and again, I, I think it's important to us because, like, when we play Santa Barbara and we play Irvine, those games are going to be so big on oh, who can God. win the championship, yeah. you know. And Because when we go there, there are people going to be there. And, and that's what I'm saying. We, have, we are now in a different kind of league than where we were. Uh, we could go to Chicago State and it wouldn't be many people there. We could go to Rio Grande Valley, wouldn't be that people there. Then we might go to Grand Canyon that was packed. Mm-hmm. Well, right now we're in a league that every night is going to be war. And, 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 man, for coaches and players and hopefully our fans jump on, on board, man, it's nothing like it. Every night is going to be war. That's the that's the kind of action we want to see there, Coach. <laughs> exactly. All right, Coach Rod Barnes. Remember, I want to remind everybody, the first game of the season is against UCLA. They were in the Final Four last year, if you remember. That's on November 9th. When is the opening of conference play, Coach? Our, our, uh, our opening of conference play is December the 28th. I think that's right. And who's out and, against? And, and we are here. Ooh, We're here okay. at home. Uh, the, our first 
conference game, and actually because of conference play, you know, we're we're actually play. Uh, I said the 28th. I'm sorry. I mean December the 30th. 30th. We played Cal State Fullerton here, and then on January the 1st we played Long Beach State here. Ooh. So conference play is almost every Tuesday. I mean, I, I'm losing it. Every Thursday and Saturday. Okay. So the first Thursday and Saturday, we play at home. Okay. Well, and I... and and somehow, some way, uh, that first home game against Fullerton on December the 30th. I know it's time when people are off and vacationing and you know having holidays. We needed to be packed to send a message to ourselves, but also to the conference that if you come here, you're going to expect a really uh, intense, uh, really uh, committed fan base. And why not doing it when the first time we're out of the pandemic and being in the Big West that we send a message? Okay, we're going to be, you can count on me to to, uh, get people in those seats, Coach. I'm looking forward to it. Coach Rod Barnes, everybody. Coach, thanks for joining us. We're going to get you you back. You promised to come back? I promise you I'll be back. Okay, Coach Roddy B. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and King Door Company.